Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. You're listening to Tuesday Trots Life with Jason Bonington. What will you do if I sing out of tune? That's all I can do now, Joe Cocker, with this voice. Oh, we move forward. Paul Rouse is going to join us in a minute. Um, second hour of Trots Life is well and truly underway. And Rousey, I think he's going to be, I think he'll be in a pretty good mood. I'll be honest with you. Uh, nine races and the two big ones, the EB Cochrane Trotters Cup and the Group 1 Ballarat Pacing Cup are both absolute belters. They are terrific fields. And in fact, right across the board, that um, the sort of second tier trot, uh, 70 to 85 affair, a lot of good horses, Elder Baron Keeper back, um, creates excitement there and in the Virtual consolation race a little bit later in the night. I mean, that's a very strong race. You think about how well Jalibi Sylvester's going into Dominion consolation winner turns up, and uh, also last night Hamilton Cup winner. So there's a lot to be excited about, and I reckon he'll have a smile on his face. Good afternoon to you, Paul Rouse. Hello, Jase. How are you this well, it's afternoon, Jase? Where's the morning gone? Oh, uh, well, you would have been a busy man. Um, it's not your first rodeo. I, I, I doubt you get too stressed at this stage of the week, although you're on Media Street at the moment and there's been a big function out there for the barrier draw today, but um, you've done this all before, haven't you, mate? Certainly have, Jase. 26 years of the club in January and this is my about 16th in charge, so uh, just goes in, just slots into motion away we go. The week uh, starts off and uh, next time I'll know it'll be midnight Saturday night. <laughs> oh, you make it sound so easy, but it's never quite that way and I think with the first couple of country cups, I keep saying the Summer of Glory starts at Melton, but the Summer of Glory starts at Ballarat and the first couple of Country Cups uh, programs of the year. Um, and I, I'm not can't sugarcoat it, and I know I've probably gone on about it, but it's been um, a touch disappointing, the number of races and the the uh, the size of the fields, particularly at Shepparton, but it's all turned around at Ballarat. This is an, like, this is an absolutely outstanding card, and the two big ones are Belters. Oh, listen, Jase, I was just uh, saying to someone just not long ago, the Trotters Cup's almost uh, overshadowed the Pacing Cup with the quality of uh, Trotters around at the moment. And, um, you know, the, the, the Cup this year, it's, it's got a great mix of uh, local horses, the emerging sort of Grimson horses that come down from New South Wales. And we were absolutely wrapped when uh, Merv Butterworth picked up the phone three weeks ago and told us that Copy That was uh, on track to come to Ballarat, let alone uh, the extradition of uh, Old Town Road. We, we, we couldn't be happier. Well, I'm, I'm, as I've mentioned a few times today, the article I wrote for the Herald Sun today and for the Forum, um, it was sort of the last thing we had to tick off in terms of really knowing that we'd exploded out of that pandemic crisis, and I know it's not over, over, but the crowds are back and I think they're bigger than ever. Uh, we'll talk about what crowd you're expecting on Saturday night in a moment, but one of the critical factors was getting that interstate and, more importantly, trans-Tasman competition back and it really felt like it was a seminal moment when uh, Cranbourne won the Shepparton Cup last week. It sounds so weird when I say Cranbourne won the Shepparton Cup, but that's how, that's what happened. Um, we had copy that come down at the end of last year. Not at his best. Hopefully he is at his best year. But just having – though anticipating the unanticipatable, isn't it? Like you're going there saying, well, 
is Cobby that going to bring his best? He's a better horse than Cranbourne over there, but Cranbourne's proven he can do it here, plus all the local stars, plus the Grimson horses you've mentioned, plus the Stewart horses, plus Rock and Roll Do, where's he at? So you've got this amazing uh, mouth-watering situation where we're going to have to try and work everything out, but we're not really going to know. What you want with these big races is not to really have an idea until after the race, and that's the exciting part of having trans-Tasman competition and horses coming from different jurisdictions. That's right, Jase. Probably the other bit uh, is the random barrier draw also um, adds a bit of X factor. Yeah. I don't know whether anybody's done an early market yet, but, um, you know, you look at the quality that's on the front row and um, traditionally horses can sweep here at the Cup, uh, but, um, you know, I, I, I watched Cranbourne uh, win the uh, Shepparton Cup on Saturday night. He was super impressive and, uh, it was you know, it was just a great front-running drive by Nathan Jack. You sort of got the feeling that, um, the Crimson Horses were, you know, were living to fight another day um, with their barrier draws, so uh, you don't really know. But uh, like you, I was on track for Benigo Cup and uh, Rock and Roll Do. You know, it was uh, just an oddity that happened on the night, and uh, I'm sure Mick will uh, be talking up the uh, the staff that are in charge of the horse, and I'm sure that uh, the horse will produce his best here on Saturday night. So uh, a great quality race, and uh, we were just saying, as I said, the only ones we think we're probably missing is maybe Spirit of St Louis is the only other horse that... Uh, we thought it might have popped into the noms, but not to be, and it gives another uh, another horse a chance to, uh, you know, put themselves into Hunter Cup uh, running down the track. I've, I mentioned earlier I'm not much of a bomb man. I'm not a man who checks the bomb every day. Some people are constantly on the bomb, but you would have been on the bomb to find out what the weather's going to be like on Saturday night. So, number one, what, what are we expecting at this stage of the week? And if it's no good, just dip, skip over that question. And two, what can the punters expect on course? Well, Jase, 27 degrees is what we're expecting here on Saturday oh, on Saturday. Beautiful. And I felt for the Shepherd and crew uh, on Saturday night when you're getting temperatures uh, 40 degrees. And I know that when we're up there for the Inter-Dominion heats, it was warm at about 26, 27. So, uh, but everybody got through that night. Uh, I went to Hamilton myself on Sunday and uh, again, nice and warm. But 27 is a perfect uh, temperature yeah. just to make sure that um, we don't get cooked doing the setup during the day. Uh, we get some great racing during the night and... Um, as long as it just stays about that 17 or 18 degrees so that beer garden can keep ticking over, everybody's happy. So that's the first one uh, ticked off. So, um, you know, we're more than happy with what's presented itself. And for people to come on course who haven't been to a Ballarat Cup before, it's all about, uh, you know, a big crowd getting to mix with the um, the true harness racing fans that tend to come out for these big races. And um, our dining packages have been selling strong. So anybody that still wants to book... Uh, more than welcome to give us a ring at the Trotting Club on 53359041. One of the girls will be on the phone standing by to take your phone call. And, uh, of course, as I said, the beer garden's always a big hit here at Ballarat. So you get to sit right uh, right next to the track and watch it all unfold in the uh, in the best seats of the house, in my opinion, while having a lovely beer. So yep. uh, can't get much better than that. So it's 53359041 if you would like to book. But it's a big, it's 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 a massive, sprawling venue. And in one way, that's fantastic because you um, – you can be pretty much anywhere from the top of the straight to the bottom of the straight and everywhere in between. There's huge areas upstairs. Um, selling it out is not hard for you guys to do because you've got such a committed, um, loyal group of people that love racing, love harness racing there in Ballarat. But big job for the team. Again, they've all done it before, but it always ticks over like clockwork. At least you can say that about what time? About 10.45 on or 11 o'clock on Saturday night, you can say it's all ticked over well, but it generally ticks over beautifully and everyone has a great time. So I'm very much looking forward to getting out to Ballarat. And this is, yeah, like I say, there is, there's a vibe. I got, I got the vibe all the way back from, 
just before the Victoria Cup that the crowds are just desperate to get back to the races. We did have a lag, didn't we? I mean, I think all sports straight after the pandemic were struggling to get the crowds back. For whatever reason, the learned behaviour is that people were just in that lockdown mode and maybe thought, well, I don't know whether to leave the house. Is it still on? Is it off? Is it a mask? What's happening? But that's all gone and people are desperate to get back to the races and back to big events, aren't they? They certainly are, Jason. Uh, as we mentioned, the, the Trotters Cup, well, it's an outstanding field and, um, you know, the people that normally follow the paces, they'll be absolutely surprised with just the quality that uh, the Trotters of this particular round. We've got an Indian Dominion winner there and, um, no, sort of, no, by no mistake, we've got, uh, you know, the biggest probably uh, trotting stable just outside here in Yabby Dams, who, uh, you know, it's always great to see them on course. So uh, everywhere you look on that race program, is just quality horses everywhere. And uh, how did Tim O'Connor and Dan Malecki perform today? Well, uh, Dan's got his personal chef on standby, ready to go, <laughs> fresh bacon and egg roll. When Dan comes on chef, but we're grateful for the people to come. Uh, 30 odd degrees to run some trolls, and it's always a tricky sort of condition, but. Um, we were very uh, happy with the turn up, and uh, some horses got to get their last chances, uh, you know, before some big races coming up. And uh, very, you know, it was great. I was just making sure that uh, Marg Lee, who trained the, not only the Trotters but the Pacers Cup at Hamilton on yes. Sunday, make sure Marg Marg had a cold drink for the team. That we appreciate him coming up the highway. Now, give give us a give us your really thoughts here on the two big races. So the Cochrane Trotters Cup. The beauty is that Just Believes turned up because right now. I don't know how this happened, but he's turned into the number one square gator in this part of the world, in Australia at least, after winning the Bill Collins Trotters Sprint and also the Inter-Dominion Grand Final. But it's almost worked out well here again. I know this is a preferential barrier draw, but he's going to have to do a fair bit of work to win. It's, I, can, I, I can see probably six or seven winning chances here, and I'm ready, Jet, I think we'll be ready to improve third up from a break. But if Just Believe just comes out and does it again from way back there, well... It almost it almost ends the conversation pretty early in this Aurora Australia series. It does, uh, you know. I saw Just Believe progress through the Inter Dominion, and everybody just kept thinking, "How do they keep winning?" But uh, Greg Sugars, he's driving in that uh, particular Trotters series is outstanding. And uh, when we look at the quality, we got uh, look at a quick look three one hundred and twenty rated horses, and um, you know that's the top end of the trotting world. And uh, but plenty of emerging horses. I was just saying to Dan Malecki before that even Olivici. Um, a horse we followed and had some good punning success with uh, late last year. Uh, you know, be a real test for him to. Uh, I couldn't imagine Chris Lang sitting too far back in the pack, be uh, with all the big guns coming off sort of the second row. So uh, a great Trotters Cup, and um, you know, as I said, uh, the best quality I can remember in my uh, time uh, presenting themselves this year. And who's going to be? He's going to, going to be a punters club. Is somebody uh, within the committee going to be doing it? Are the Carroll Boys going to be there? What's the Carroll Boys? Jace will be Carol on uh, course. So uh, Brett and Darren have both committed to come along. So we're, we'll be going under the punters podium uh, banner on Twitter. So anybody that does want some um, to buy some tickets early, by all means, uh, send a message to Darren. They did an outstanding job uh, during the Inter Dominion series under great pressure at times, Jason, as we well know, and. Um, they always do a fantastic job, and um, we look forward to uh, helping them out here on Saturday night with the punters' podium. Yeah, it's, it's an amazing uh, achievement that I'm still in the game after only being in harness racing for one or two years, and I came down for the big match race between Sushi Sushi and Smoking Up at Bray Raceway Ballarat, and I was going okay in the punters' club, and then Highview Tommy. Can you imagine like how freakish it was that there was a Mark Purden runner in that race? It was a hundred to one, and then I ended up blowing me out, and they they nearly lynched me as I came off course. 
Well, Jase, I saw the replay just two nights ago, and again, I still don't know where our Mark Purden just appeared from the clouds. Uh, I think Greg was almost ready with Susie Sushi to do a, a bit of a victory salute. And then, uh, as we could well expect, Mark Purden's won many a Ballarat Cup, and uh, but everybody's surprised at the price of the horse on the night with Highview Tommy, but uh, never underestimate Team Blewett uh, from... Uh, all stars are just a phenomenon, and uh, as I said, we're probably the only other people missing this year. But uh, I'm sure the closer we get to the Hunter Cup and the likes, they may make a trip across the ditch. And uh, we always like to see them here at Ballarat. Well, it's not only uh, the critical lead-up race to the Hunter Cup, but it is the biggest regional feature in the country in its own accord or of its own accord. The Ballarat Pacing Cup, sponsored by Petstock, $150,000 Group One. Rousey, go and get yourself a cold drink now, and we'll talk on Saturday night. I can't wait to get there. Sounds great. Thanks, Jason.